0: Hello gamers, your ears are in the right place. You're listening to I Never Cast for this episode 4. And we are a podcast dedicated to bringing forth discussions on controversial gaming topics and hopefully putting them to rest. And uh, But before we get into that, we are doing something new for the first time on this podcast. We have a extra person that we normally don't have. So we have myself, Kelthar and joining us again for... Fifth episode, I guess now. This is episode four, but we've had episode zero. We have returning Trailard. How's it going, Trailard? His um, microphone <laughs> muted, or, uh, <laughs> yeah, Trailard, your microphone is muted.
1: Oh, no, it's not. Okay, let's try this again. <laughs> the joys of life. Go for it. No, uh, things are going uh, pretty good for me. Um, uh, just a bit of an update from last week where I complained that Funcom was ripping me off over uh, Conan Exiles yep. well, about them not sending me my t-shirt well, guess what came in the mail today nice <laughs> t-shirt.
0: There it, is. it was only
1: supposed to arrive last <laughs> like May so um, yeah, it's talked them a while but they did deliver so yeah, apologies for uh, since last week
0: nice no worries um, yeah, so that's pretty good you got that Also returning from the last two weeks, we have Erebus. How's it going, Erebus? Not bad, you? (laughs) He just waved vigorously. Uh, Not too bad, not too bad. You're you're not too dark this time. Last time you were pretty much completely in the darkness, like a true World of Warcraft rogue. Uh, Yes, I'm more like a priest today. More like a priest, indeed. And joining us for the first time on the podcast, let's give a warm welcome to Al Bondiolan. and he's nowhere to be seen. Where is he? There he is.
2: Hey,
0: <laughs> that sounded extremely scary. How's it going, man?
2: Not too bad.
0: How's yourself? Okay, the lag is real on. His <laughs> head. I, I, I can't. Understand i apologize steve pause the stream and then you'll be fine yeah Yeah. um yeah so albandio is joining us for the first time he is and i I just saw his mouth moving and i didn't see anything that time let's try again so that's because he's just messing with me um (laughs) (laughs) so uh yeah so you are a gamer obviously how long have you been gaming for uh a long time let's say probably 20 plus years 20 plus years and you're only 16 years old wow i know right yeah he's not actually 16 that was a joke um cool yeah well thanks for uh joining us today man we really appreciate having you why did you make Albindeals logo look like the
3: sultan from aladdin thanks bro that's the what Anyways, moving on to gaming news.
0: Yes, and I believe his webcam is still frozen. But anyways, we'll move on from that. Because I am the salt of the left. <laughs> uh, yeah. So technical difficulties aside, we're all—it's uh, all fun. We're all having a good time. That's the main thing. Yeah. Um. So what's what's uh, what's new with you guys? Anything? Anything exciting?
1: Well, apart from a T-shirt, no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, since we last lasted the podcast, the only exciting thing that's happened to you is getting a T-shirt. Nice.
1: Yeah, well, the dog's still keeping me awake at night. So nice. As I said, not much has changed as far as gaming. You know what I mean? Mostly uh, Secret World Legends. So that's pretty much it.
0: Nice, cool. Erebus, how about you?
1: Still
3: playing a lot of PUBG. I still have not got my first win yet. Playing mostly with Atherkiss mm-hmm. We they added first person squad servers, so that's what we've been playing the entire time. We've gotten second place a bunch of times and then died to really annoying stuff. So we're still f- searching for that. They call it chicken dinner when you win. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. So we, uh, we're we still seeking our first win for that game. And then in WoW, I got another legendary this week. The Jaden Trinket. So that brings right. me up to like 10 or 11 total legendaries now. So people are pretty mad at me, but I'm, I'm enjoying it. And other than that, I haven't done anything. I said it last week I was going to start Deus Ex, but I'm still... Uh, Still haven't done that yet, but I but I will, and I will start That's playing Chrono Trigger on. as soon as you give it back to me.
0: I actually started playing Chrono Trigger, and it's amazing. So yeah, you're giving it. I'd back like to me. I'd like to finish it before I give it back because last you, you all <laughs> the, yeah August 24th. <laughs> but but see the problem, uh, see the problem was I was playing it last time a long time ago, and I started playing it, and then you stole it from me, so I should just hold on to it this time. Yeah, I finish the
3: thing it. the thing is though, I bought the game, and it's mine, so that 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 wins. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's probably a good point. And, and I uh, was a games
2: like right
3: Yeah,
0: but game. you
2: still owe them for River Thieves or wherever. River so, Thieves?
0: It's called River King, a game I.
2: River King. I tried, I'm trying to help you.
0: Oh, <laughs> goodness, the lag. <laughs> <laughs> so, this should be an interesting podcast with the constant lagouts from uh, Albaniel's end. Uh, but yes, I did buy a game for Erebus way back in the day that he still has yet to pay me back for, and I was about nine years old at the time. But yeah, and Albondio, if you're able to get more than two words out, uh, what uh, what have you been playing and up to this week, this past week? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! This is going fantastically. <laughs> uh,
2: do, do you have an answer? <laughs> I'm probably gonna.
0: He's probably gonna do something. So. <laughs> yeah. So uh yeah. So while we wait for him to figure out his stuff, we'll uh we'll ask him some stuff after. But before we do that, let's get into the yeah, let's let's just move on to some gaming news for the week. So StarCraft Remastered came out today and it's amazing. I was I've been very, very pumped for this game. This game is like one of my favorite games ever. So the fact that I just got released today, I'm really, really pumped. I'm like halfway through the Terran campaign now. So I was playing it a bit before the podcast. It's super pumped. Do you guys plan on buying it? or?
2: So is it good? Not like, at all. You- Whoa. Oh, you're still there. Can you hear me, can you hear me now?
0: I can hear you, yeah, but there's no video. But yeah, my- I turned off
2: my videos to see if that would
0: help we might just have to deal with no video but that's not a big deal but yes we can hear you uh, yes yeah, so yeah the graphic like as you can in the game it's really cool because you can rotate between the old graphics and the new graphics and it, the old graphics look completely terrible like oh
3: uh, so they actually they actually brought up that uh, feature we were talking about before the Halo head yeah, yeah. Like, like in Halo the first Halo
0: yeah no it's pretty yeah, cool yeah it's sick so it is definitely good the game in my opinion still holds up very well it's very very fun so I'm enjoying going through the campaign. You guys play much StarCraft One? Before?
3: Not. At I all. played. I played a lot of StarCraft One with you, and most of our yeah, lot, most of our childhood friends played it at some point. So we played a lot of, lot of games. I think I first played it on the Nintendo sixty four, I believe, oh and then we got the God, PC version yes. once we got a, once yeah. we got our PCs to a certain spec, but. The PC version was infinitely better than the 64 version. Playing on a controller in an RTS is a terrible experience. Oh, yeah,
0: <laughs> and it looked completely terrible too. Softball. Yeah, and damn yeah. millennials! <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Uh, in other news, Albondio is very excited for this new game called what is it, Albandiel?
2: Fire Emblem Warriors.
0: What is Another Fire game. Emblem Warriors?
2: It's another game made by... Takomi, I believe it's called, or is it Koi? I can't remember. But either way, uh, it's another hack and slash Dynasty Warriors. They have a bunch of Orochi Warriors. Uh, they had Hyrule Warriors. It's actually the same makers of Hyrule Warriors um, coming out. I'm probably one of the few people who actually play them. Um, <laughs> but I'm a huge fan of, of the Dynasty Warriors genre, just because it's something that's hilariously fun to sit down, hack and slash, and have a laugh with. Um, and on top of it, it actually is quite challenging. But... Uh, and I'm also just a massive, massive fan of the Fire Emblem Dynasty. There's so many games of it, uh, and it's like a dream game made just for me.
0: <laughs> Thank I you, agree. Nintendo. Yeah, I've tried playing a few Fire Emblem games. I couldn't really get into them. I probably would like them now, I don't know, because I'm starting to play XCOM a little bit, so I, they're kind of similar to that, aren't they?
2: They're very much similar to XCOM and uh, in a way, and if
0: you don't play on hardcore, then you don't play them properly. <laughs> yeah, I probably should do that uh so fire emblem warrior does it have a release date did you say
2: uh it just says fall right now of 2017 um
0: so so pretty soon
2: should be sometime soon i think i think the japanese one releases in the next couple of weeks it's very soon i can't remember the exact date like i can only discovered it just in the last day or two and was just like super hyped nice man but i I forget the actual uh meaningful parts but we'll say
0: yeah that's cool though man thanks bro (laughs) <laughs> so there's some more news from Blizzard separate from StarCraft. They are actually renaming Battle.net yet again. So trailer, what is going on with that?
1: Well, as some people might know, the a uh, Blizzard changed bottle.net to Blizzard client. And essentially the fans have come out, uh, and they've made their voices heard, and Blizzard made quite the U-turn, quite quickly, in fact, uh, because I believe it was only a couple of months ago that they made the change. But uh, they've currently j- changed it to a new name, and the full new name is BlizzardBottle.net.
3: What? That sounds like the new
1: Xbox. Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah, it seems like a huge waste of resources, time, and... Everything. Why they just didn't keep it to Bottle.net, I... I don't know, I'm just confused. Battle.net, how
0: long has that been around? Like, 1996? Something like that? Uh,
1: since... Yeah. Because they created it as a... As something specific for Diablo, if I recall right? Yeah. So it's back in the 90s, anyway.
0: Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so... Bl- what is it? Blizzard Battle.net?
1: Yep. That's the, inter- that's the full name of it now.
0: I mean, yeah, like, I guess because Battle.net doesn't really sound like it associates with Blizzard. And then changing it to blizzard client and then now i guess they're like oh i we they miss battle.net so they just want to combine the two but i don't know yeah. if that's necessarily a good thing but i mean like uh, like most things i'm sure we'll just get used to it
2: i'm pretty sure probably. you give it six months they'll probably change it to blizzard battle.net
0: client probably <laughs> <laughs> probably right there's also some news on for honor and that's the game that started out strong and then lost 95 of its player base after like what was it two weeks
1: Mm -hmm. yeah it's pretty
0: quickly yeah it's pretty quick so uh trailer what's going on with for honor uh
1: well over the weekend they had a tournament of sorts a championship uh the the grand prize was ten thousand dollars uh however now bear in mind this contest was uh completely run and sanctioned by ubisoft themselves uh the person who won the ten thousand dollars one via u- abusing an exploit uh, that apparently the fans have been uh, complaining to Ubisoft for months about. And to, just to rub salt into the wound, the guy who won said that he'd been playing the game for less than two weeks. Ouch. Yeah. Wow. So basically, if uh, if this doesn't kill off uh, any competitive uh, dreams Ubisoft might have had for the game, I really don't know what will, because this is a pretty big, Screw up. A lot yeah. of people aren't happy about
3: it. It's really a shame, too, because the fundamentals of the game are fine, but there was glitches with like the character Peacekeeper. I don't know which glitch actually they were using, but there were glitches that lasted way too long in the game and kind of ruined the experience for everybody. I used them myself, actually. It was the zone glitch. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, the zone glitch with Peacekeeper and all that stuff. But yeah, I'm sure there's a new one that was being abused there. But it sucks <laughs> well, because the game, the and they're making it.
1: The exploit that was being used for this one was uh, when when somebody uses a certain move, if they unlocked their their opponent uh, from combat, then their block their attacks became unblockable. They couldn't Uh, be parried. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I I feel bad for Ubisoft because like the game itself is so well. I don't know. I kind of feel bad for them, but the game is why the heck would you
3: feel bad for Uh, Ubisoft?
0: I mean, I guess they were trying to make a comeback for the game, and then this happens. So, like, is this the nail yeah. in the coffin for the game? I don't know because the yeah, game. But the,
3: prob- the problem is, is their their Reddit page? Nobody listens to them. Like the, the the developers don't listen to that glitch and stuff has been posted. I guarantee, for weeks and weeks and weeks, and they take too long to respond to it, and then it just leads the game down a dark path. It's just it's not going to be successful. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, like you said, they're they're announcing new games like there are a new. Uh, New modes, new characters, dedicated servers, and everything. So yes, it is a shame that they're they're not going anywhere with it now. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I don't have any pity for Ubisoft because they easily could have fixed their own issues. However, like it is a shame for the game itself because the actual gameplay, other than a lot of the glitches and the like, are, is actually a fantastic game by itself. Oh, it's one of the
3: Yeah, it's like one of the best games I've played in years from a combat yeah.
0: perspective. Yeah, they, yeah, they could have made it into that. something fantastic.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They just failed so 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 hard.
0: They did. They did moving on from that though, unless there's anything else you guys want to say about that. Nope. Good. Uh, there's news with Destiny 2. Now, not really news with Destiny 2, but there's something weird going on with Destiny 2 that uh, trailer told me about so what's going on with that
1: okay it's not destiny 2 it's actually destiny the first one no that's that's what makes this even more confusing um that's been reported in a few uh sites that uh, apparently over the weekend people have been able to buy silver which is the in-game currency for destiny via Steam. This is confusing just because, well, the game has not been released or even announced for PC at all. But people were able to purchase these uh, for, like, one silver for one cent. Since then, though, Steam or Valve have refunded everybody their money on it uh, and removed the page where you could actually make the purchase. But the the entry is actually still listed in the Steam database, so we're not sure what's going on there it's, you know, I mean, count this as a complete rumour but is it possible that uh, they're planning on releasing Destiny 1 for PC uh, alongside Destiny 2 uh, I don't know if, if it's something that they would do, but it's it's definitely something weird to have uh, currency for a game that doesn't exist
0: Hmm that is definitely strange. Yeah. It would be really weird if they released Destiny 1 on Steam and Destiny 2 on the Blizzard client, or whatever it is yeah. now, the Blizzard Battle.net client, whatever it's called. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll see what happens with that. That's a little strange for sure. Uh, any other news we missed, or anything else that anyone wants to talk about?
1: No, that's completely dry from my hand at this point.
0: Cool. Cool. All right. Well, let's get into the. Topic of the week. So, this week, we're going to talk about something that uh, a few of us are quite passionate about. I think we're actually going to have some disagreements here, which is good, because normally every week we generally agree with each other, but it's going to change this time, because this time we're going to talk about achievements in gaming. Are achievements good for gaming, or are they bad for gaming? Do they ruin gaming entirely, or can they be fun? We'll We'll find out, but... Let's just first talk about the history of achievements first. So, Trey trailer, you 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 started playing games in the '80s, correct?
1: Yep. Uh, yeah, back in the early '80s on like the twenty the Atari twenty six hundred. As far as the history of achievements go, some people would argue that they started with uh, simply having high scores in games uh, in in arcade machines. Yeah, it was, it was an achievement of sorts where your name was shown to the world, essentially, uh, for your local area. So that, uh, well, I'm the best at this game. But um, as far as we understand achievements, uh, getting something in return, Mm -hmm. uh, you can look at the Atari 2600 where they did some games like Grand Prix or Pole Position where if you completed certain things within the game, you had a special screen up here and you had to take a photo of it uh, and you sent that photo in and you got they uh, sent you a pa- the patch basically uh, to stitch onto your clothing uh, it wasn't just uh, pole position there were other games like that as well uh, then of course a wee bit later than that you've got the Commodore 64 and you've got the game Elite where if you attained the the rank of Elite in the game and you basically sent off proof that you had achieved it the company who developed the game sent you back a steel badge, and pretty much mm. that's the way achievements went for many years, up until uh, some would argue 2005, where Xbox 360 was released, and we suddenly had the achievements as we know them today, where you get uh, a gamer score uh, points. That's basically where the the modern achievements come from.
0: Oh, okay. And that's, yes, and like you say with the Xbox, that's the achievements I'm probably most familiar with, GamerScore, and I know PlayStation has their trophy system, and Steam somewhat recently, I think within the past five years or so, or I could be wrong, but it started with their achievements as well. Uh, Nintendo, I don't believe, have jumped on the achievement bandwagon. I don't think they have any sort of achievements, I could be wrong again. But yeah, so... Like you were saying, achievements haven't really been around until 2005, besides where you would mail in something and get some kind of reward from the developer. Yeah, But since achievements have come into play, have they changed how gamers play games? Do you think, well, go to Erebus uh, or Albondiel, I guess, whoever wants to take that. What do you, what do you guys think? You go ahead,
2: Albondiel. Um... I believe it's changed the way some gamers play games, but certainly not all.
0: Okay. How, okay, how, gamers, has, it changed for, how has it changed for some there's, gamers?
2: There's some gamers who do, like yourself in the past, although you seem to have gotten a bit out of it in recent days, we'll say, uh, will play games solely for hunting achievements. Um, the whole purpose of what they're doing like, is to purely get an achievement from a certain game, playing games they don't like because they want a certain achievement, or... Doing a certain activity in a game because they want to uh, get an achievement. they are 100% complete a game, uh, but uh, fundamentally, I don't think this has changed the way gamers play because it, it's always been a thing. Um, you know, beating all the dungeons in in the original Zelda was a you know something that long before achievements existed. But you didn't have to do all the dungeons. Um, you know, it's just there wasn't always. A reason for stuff, and people even did it before then.
0: Okay, but is there anything wrong, necessarily, with wanting to do all the dungeons in Zelda, for example?
2: As long as it makes you happy. Go right ahead and do what you want. However, if you're doing it, and you're hating your life doing it, that's just a really poor decision.
0: Okay. Yeah, you make some good points there. Erebus, what do you think? Achievements are probably... <laughs>
3: The greatest tragedy of the past 50 <laughs> years in gaming.
2: Oh, well, 50 years
3: period. Uh, f- well, 50 years in gaming. Well, has gaming been around for 50 years? The entire history of games, I can think of no worse thing that has been added to games. Really? And the reason for that is achievements really are pointing out the flaw of human beings in the sense that people have addictive personalities naturally. I know that some of us can control that, some of us can't, but while I think the idea of achievements are good, I think the idea of achievements are is actually a wonderful thing and helps structure a playthrough experience if they're designed correctly, I think as we get more into this discussion, far too many developers have been lazy with achievements, have created unnecessary achievements, and the achievement system has kind of morphed into its own thing where people are going out and buying games specifically for achievements or avoiding games that don't have an achievement set up that they want probably the biggest thing of this that I've seen I haven't seen it as much on Steam that I've seen personally but the gamer score issue and Keltar can attest to this himself uh, has really roped people into being addicted to playing games they may not otherwise play but just want to get the achievement and be done with the game and they're playing it much longer than they intended to to Steve's point or to Alban Deal's point about um, finishing dungeons in Zelda. For me, I was the same way when I was younger. I wanted to complete certain things in games, but I did that for me. I did that for intrinsic motivators. I didn't do it because there was a digit on a screen that told me I would get you know, a certain score or whatever for it. I just did it because I wanted to do it, and if I was bored, I would move on to the next game. I didn't feel any obligation to play it. And I think achievements, again, are designed with good intentions, but have kind of morphed over the years into something that I don't like and wish was not in games at all.
0: Right. Okay, so if you're having fun playing the game and there's something, an achievement in there that you're having fun trying to get, do you think there's anything wrong with that? Or do you think the achievement just shouldn't be there at all?
3: I don't think the achievement should be there at all. I don't think achievements, I think achievements are there to handhold you through the gaming experience and game gaming is an art form. Gaming is in the same categories as movies and television and other types of art. Um, do we have achievements? Maybe there are, there are achievements on Netflix. So I don't know, but do we have achievements for every show that we watch, or how fast we watch a series, or how fast? Like, there's nothing. The badge is Netflix for when you. Okay. Well, I I, I can't even. I can't even talk right now. There
0: there are. It's like watch five episodes in a row or or something.
3: Okay. So I didn't even see that. But if I did, (laughs) that would just make me angry. Now I want to unsubscribe from Netflix. But anyway, that's a whole other problem. (laughs) But that kind of stuff is just insane to me. Like that you can't just enjoy the experience. And I probably sound like an old man talking about this because people younger gamers that came up probably have had achievements the entire time. But I really don't agree with. I really don't see them as necessary. I don't think they I don't think they add
0: anything any value to the experience. Yeah, you you make some good points too, but let let's let let I know, I know I, you hate I, I know can you can could... Can I jump in and completely disagree with that? <laughs> You're welcome to. Or would you ahead. like to move on? Um I was just, uh, well okay, you, you say what you want to say first and then I'll then I'll move on.
2: I completely disagree with that. I don't believe that achievements have ruined gaming at all. I do I will agree with the fact that uh, that there are definitely some achievements out there that, are, I'll say, developers really that have uh, ruined, that have ruined games and other things by making silly achievements mm-hmm. and things like even with Call of Duty. I'll, I'll remember one of the first games I played much with achievements where they used to have um, like to get a golden gun, you have to shoot a, I think it was a, a, a some kind of mine through a. Wall and kill someone like that was the dumbest thing ever. You're never gonna, are very rarely gonna actually do that. You're gonna go into a game custom with someone just sake to get it. Like that's just dumb as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. However, mm-hmm. I strongly disagree that they have ruined gaming. Like for example, uh, play we all play a lot of World of Warcraft. Um, I really enjoy when there's um, like, I'll use the the Warden mount. Uh, that was a really cool mount that they only put in the game uh, by completing a certain dungeon and uh, sorry, a raid on a certain difficulty and now it's gone. And no one else can get it anymore. That That's cool. With it, the achievement of being to do that, to show that you had that, you wouldn't have it. Um, I think World of Warcraft is actually one of the best games when it comes to achievements because of how they set them up. They usually give a reward for accomplishing the task, right. However, um, certainly, yeah, there are some games who have ruined it. I think it's more the developers who have ruined achievements mm-hmm. than it is that achievements have ruined games. And, right. And so I think, go
0: ahead. I was just going to say that was that was going to lead into my point anyway. I was just going to say. So, like, what are some good examples of achievements? And you already said that. Really, you said World of Warcraft has one where you you have do an achievement and you get something for it. So, I guess we can agree right. that a good example of an achievement is when you get a reward, whether it's a tangible reward, like Willie said back in sort of trailer back in the uh, the eighties, or when he when he get mail into the developers and they give you something or a digital reward where you get like a cool pet or a mount or maybe like a skin or avatar or something like that but yeah what's your point so
3: you so you you can say we can agree but just don't put we meet we as me because we 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 here don't agree (laughs) Uh, so the problem with the problem with that system so if i understand the topic correctly the topic is are achievements bad for gaming i love Let's, let's let's clarify here. I love achievements in WoW. I love doing the achievements in WoW. I love unlocking the mounts, like Steve said. I love getting all of the the different things, going to a raid, having to get these specific achievements and get a tangible reward. I'll differentiate between the two. Getting tangible rewards in games, you know, is, is, an, is something that I really enjoy. I don't agree with gamer score and people just adding to a number on the Xbox and not getting anything for it and playing a game that they hate. But is achievements... Are achievements bad for gaming? I would much prefer achievements to be removed from World of Warcraft if it meant achievements were wiped off the face of the earth. And the reason for that is is I think achievements generally have brought out a gaming culture that is terrible for gaming. The kids coming up in today's gaming world are so addicted to achievements on their phones, apparently this Netflix badge thing. So that means people are probably watching shows that they don't even want to watch just to get a a, a freaking badge. For, for their Netflix account, which... Anyways, I can't even go into that. That's just making me angry. But the the... The thing with WoW that I don't like with achievements are people actually pay people real money to unlock achievements for, like, a raid or for a Mythic Plus or for a different dungeon in order for them to have the achievement which is a requirement by guilds or other places to get into said raid. So, again... I like achievements in WoW, but I think what it's creating in, t- in terms of gamers and younger gamers coming up is damaging the uh,
0: damaging the player base and the gaming community as well. To, to be fair, that is against the Blizzard terms of service. If you right, pay someone it, mural money to do something in the game, it's you can, you'll right, get banned. But it's
2: it, it's but rampant though. Before that, though, there was tons of people doing things like paying for WoW gold, paying for runs of certain dungeons to get certain gear. Um, like, you'd have to remove the, the achievement has very little to do with it. It's more to do with the reward than it is even to do with the achievement for a lot of people. Right. Yeah. No. So I, you had to remove, basically, anything that requires a challenge to, to... from the game, basically, in order to fix that problem. Because the things that are, for the most part, that people are paying for are things that are difficult to get. So, yes. like, you basically would have to create a game that... That isn't challenging. I think the better solution to that would, be, rather than
3: well, well what, what is what do I, every a lot of people say? Vanilla WoW was the best version of WoW. wow vanilla WoW didn't
2: have achievements. There was no achievements in Vanilla WoW. Yeah, right? but there were still people doing things like buying and paying for runs of to get the Phoenix Man. Sure, and, exactly. Well, that's actually so that's not that, So that's that's my
3: point. You know, but, that stuff still existed before. So what what are what is the value that achievements are adding?
0: But I, I get. Are you so? Are you saying an achievement is? Like literally a wall of text that goes like bing and you and you and it clearly states that you did something or is it still an achievement when you go out in a game and do something and then you get a reward for it? Like,
3: yeah, no, exactly. Like, no, no, that that's still an achievement. But I'm, I'm just saying in terms of tracking your achievement score in WoW or people going on and saying, hey, I have 15,000 achievement score and you only have 9,000 achievement score. I think all of that stuff, I think, doesn't add any value. Yes, having a reward to do a dungeon and get a mount as a reward, fine. Like, they construction away. Like I said, I like it. I, I think it's great. I think I think it's an awesome system. Uh, like, don't get me wrong. I think I think the achievements in WoW is an awesome feature. I'm just saying for gaming itself, and because of the flaws of addictive personalities and different things like that, I think it's done more damage than more good. Seriously, so I and mean, we're focusing in, a lot. Of, we're focusing a lot on WoW here, but like, just in general. Well, okay, so
0: in MMOs, achievements are good. Are, are you saying that?
3: achievements and mmos are good. I still don't think they should exist because people take av- people just can't deal with them. I I, I really I just don't think I think the addictive personalities that people have for achievements has caused achievements to go down a path that people are just it, it's gotten out of hand where people are just too addicted to them and not focused mm-hmm. on the game itself.
0: Yeah. Uh trailer let what let, we haven't heard from you in a while. What's uh what, what where do you stand on this?
1: Well, as far as achievements go, um they can be good and they can be bad. The good uh, is, of course, when you actually get something for your efforts instead of just a "hey, well done." Um, Here's some points to go into your bag or whatever. Uh, the good is basically just something tangible that you can use in the game. Something that makes it a bit more enjoyable, even if, even if it is just uh, something that's a silly amount that uh, looks cool. You know what I mean? Gets you from A to B. At least it gives you something. A bit something. Uh, Better to look at on the screen as you're playing. But I do agree with Erebus that uh, the whole aspect of achievements just for the sake of it is, I don't know, you don't get anything for it. Now, don't get me wrong, if it happens in the course of you playing the game and an achievement pops up just through nor- playing normally or whatever, then yeah, grit. You know what I mean? You've gotten something just for, uh, Doing something you would have been doing anywhere, but if it, but if uh, its once achievements start detracting from the enjoyment of the game itself, then starts becoming starts feeling like a chore, uh, at which point the developers I think need to start reining back, uh, instead of just make creating achievements just because, and start creating achievements that actually mean something, uh, that actually do have proper uh, bragging rights attached to them. Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, I, I think we can. For the most part, Erebus, you're kind of in the middle, I suppose. But we, I, I, we, I think we can overall agree that if if the achievement gives some kind of reward, whether it's tangible or digital, if you do something in a game and you get a mount or a skin or something, it's a good thing. It can be a good thing in a game, especially MMOs. But I think it can be a good thing. I, I get. I, let's move on to some ba- really bad examples. So we we said a few already, but another one I can think of. Is the original Assassin's Creed, and the game was really fun. But there was an achievement in there to collect—I think it was a hundred flags. Is that right? Anyone else play play Assassin's Creed? First,
1: yeah, it was a hundred flags, and there were <clears throat> the problem with that achievement was—and yes, I'm guilty of trying to get it myself. They ended up uh, putting these things in the game. But the problem was there's nothing on the map to tell you where these things are. So you're completely blind. Uh, and if you start cl- started collecting them and then decided to look up in a guide or whatever for something more, mm-hmm. then you didn't know which ones you collected and which ones you didn't. In which case, it became a, a lesson in futility of trying to get these. Uh, eventually, I just gave up because, well, they just weren't done. It wasn't implemented properly, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, They did fix that somewhat with uh, the later Assassin's Creed games. They did have similar collections, but they uh, at least added their uh, locations on a map, which made things a whole lot easier.
0: But, like Mm -hmm. to to me, the game that game especially is about going around, killing a bunch of guys, or exploring different places and stealthing around. and like, that that's what the game is about to me. But just inserting that type of achievement that says find these 100 flags that is not even remotely fun. It's just literally beating your head against the wall just to, like, almost be a time sink. And, like, to me, it's almost like the developers are using that just to f- continue, make you keep playing the game when you otherwise wouldn't really want to. And I guess, Erebus, I remember you saying that before, that that if it, some achievements that are there just so... You keep playing the game even if it's just literally pointless, right?
3: Yeah, so I, I guess the reason I'm so passionate about this topic is there's kind of a couple things. One would be the gamer score. Let's go, let's go to the gamer score thing where unnecessary things are in the game. So, yes, there's two things. There, there's the gamer score in games that make you want to play the game and finish it and probably go play it much longer than you intended to which some people say add to the longevity of the game i say i question whether they're actually enjoying the game going through that process it's a passionate topic for me because you as an example kalthar uh we had sometimes issues playing with you on steam or playing with you on pc because you were literally saying this game doesn't have gamer score i don't want to play it so that like that to me is a red flag right there in terms of of the uh the gamer score argument versus whatever to more of your point right now about the, the monotonous stuff. I've used this example before, but basically there's, there's achievement hunter websites out there and different things that people actually look for deals on games that have achievements where they have no interest in playing it. So I've used the example before of this Barbie ocean discovery, clam discovery, shell finder, metal detector game (laughs) where you basically play the game and this isn't a real game. Uh, in in case any of you Achievement Hunters are looking for an easy game, this is not real. But basically, if you went out and, you know, we're searching the entire ocean for all of these clams in this terribly designed game where developers, you know, rewarded a ridiculous amount of gamer score if you found 10 billion clams, and the first person that found it would get a world-first achievement in the game. There are people out there, I know most of us wouldn't play such a travesty of a game, but there are people out there that are so addicted to achievements that would abandon all other games just to try to be the first person to get clam world first which i don't think is at all a value to gaming so there's lots of games out there that have like you said about this assassin's creed thing where it's just lazy achievements so i think somebody mentioned before about some of the onus being placed on the developers and we've mentioned that in other topics about the onus being placed on the developers and i think there should be some control mechanisms as i said last week uh with respect to the other topic we were talking about but this week With respect to the onus maybe being on Steam, maybe being on Xbox to force developers to have achievements that aren't monotonous and boring um, and that actually have to be, I don't know, approved or have to have a certain certain threshold to to make it through. Because a lot of these developers are developing, you know, achievements where they make a kind of a, a lackluster game and they're like, okay, should we add more content to this game? No, I think we're not going to have more content. We'll just tell them to replay this game five times on five different difficulties, get five different achievements, and collect a thousand of this item. And that'll add 50 hours to the game, so we don't need to put more content in. And I think over time, that's going to cause games to develop into something that we don't want to see.
1: Yeah. No, you make a good point. Yeah, go on. I think to counter that, you're talking about the onus, people being addicted to collecting these things. Uh, My argument to that would be what happened to personal responsibility. Uh, These people basically have themselves look after. The uh, developers aren't nannies; they're not there to uh, look after people. they there—it's a business. They're there to make money. But um, to say that it's up to them to, you know, what I mean, get people to, you know, what I mean, right. curb their uh, addictions—I yeah. don't know. For me, that—that's that's wrong. Uh, so again,
3: I, I disagree with you completely. So I, again, the topic is: are achievements bad for gaming? So if the developers are the onus is on the developers to develop good achievements for the game so that people don't get addicted to just getting going through these monotonous achievements and yes they can solve their own things it's a dangerous path to go to to say that the, the 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 onus is on the consumer to ignore these bad achievements because if the developer is is there if there's an incentive or a profit incentive for the developer to make less of a game and more achievements that's bad for all of us for me i don't like achievements in most games i like them in in wow but i don't like them in most games so if i'm going to play the next deus Ex game and because it's made by square enix and they're uh, uh, a profit-driven company and they decide hey we're going to make a 20-hour game instead of a 50-hour game because we can make it quicker get it out quicker but we're going to put these achievements in that are you know incentivize you know playing through five or six times and finding all these hidden items and all this different stuff, but we're going to make a smaller world, a smaller story. I I hate that. And and if the onus is on me to just ignore it and say, you know, well, I'll just, you know, use my own discretion and move on to the next game and I won't chase those achievements, but it's impacting my, that's my point is I'm worried it's going to impact my favorite games.
1: But the, I think the overall point is that if people didn't complete these achievements, then Basically, uh, the developers would add or would spend less time on the achievements and more time on the games themselves. Uh, so it is down to the consumers themselves. They're the ones who are voting. They're the ones voting with their wallets. They're they're buying the game. But if nobody's completing these achievements, then that's going to tell the developers something, and it's going to tell the publisher something. That so can this isn't we? Something that they're going to find. Uh, so I guess yeah. Okay.
3: I see your point. I, I, I guess it's like, can we fix the inherent flaws that exist across the human race or can we hold the developers to be more accountable with achievements? Which one's the more difficult task? And I think no matter what we say, yes, putting the onus on the consumer is, you know, if consumers wouldn't buy the game. So you're, you're saying basically put the onus on me to say, hey, they're putting these stupid cheap achievements in the game. I'm just not going to buy Deus Ex. I'm not going to well, give so it, it a I
2: would, I would argue, like throw it out there, for example, um, what is it? I believe it was... Avatar: The Last Airbender had a pretty bad game for the Xbox that had a lot of really achievements to give a lot of gamer score. However, mm. the sales for that game still did terrible.
0: I think it was just Avatar, wasn't it? I don't even think it was Last Airbender. I think it was the Avatar uh, movie.
2: I oh, was think. the I mean I, I might I might be mis- mixing it up, obviously. Uh, yeah. But one of the game, one of the Avatar named games, either way, had had a lot of easy achievements in it and yes sure some people bought the game to get those achievements no problem mm. to get their gamer score up I, it was a widespread or a very <laughs> widely known uh mm-hmm. thing that people used to buy the game purely for achievements however it did not do well in sales uh which would be the exact opposite of your point mark i believe it's because if, if, if these games were in danger of creating the problem you're, that you think may or does exist, then we would see a lot more people... You know, like games like that that have high achievements uh, selling well, but they actually do the exact opposite and sell really, really poorly, um, unless the game itself is still good. Like, for example, um, Assassin's Creed had some pretty terrible achievements, as we said, but the Assassin's Creed games still sold really well. Halo actually had some neat achievements where you could find skulls, which altered gameplay, which some of them were in really messed up places. I did some of that myself, but not a lot, but... Almost every game in existence has had some form of secret ways you could do things or uh, different uh, things you could get by doing something weird or strange. Achievements kind of came around and made these things more uh, talked about or known. I, I wish I was... I, I, there are some examples I can think of in my head right now that I, but I can't put my names on the games. Uh, just little things you could figure out. Like I think uh, Mortal Kombat... Was, did it a lot in their older games of different styles of fatalities you could do by pressing different key codes and buttons and little things like that which isn't really an achievement don't get me wrong however it's all about having that 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 hidden factor of a little easter egg that uh people will who really love the game will seek after i i don't think it like i said i, I, like I said from the start. i don't think achievements are necessarily bad for gaming because we haven't seen any of these these things that, like you're saying, you're, you're afraid of, where games are, in fact, we're getting seen the exact opposite of games that aren't, especially lately, games that are releasing and having errors are actually doing horrible, you know, unless the game's actually worth playing with such a, such a uh, high amount of social media and, and interaction and uh, the evolution, I'll say, of the internet now, um, immediately, if a game tanks, is it, no good and people buy it, it's immediately released over everything, and it just gets boycotted entirely, you know, I I don't think we're in danger ever of uh, personally of achievements ruining games. Uh, in fact, I would almost say we're on the other side of that already. Uh, when the Xbox first came out and had all these achievements, everyone was super. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, like like yourself, like sorry, Keltar yourself, like you said, really was really interested in getting achievements for a while. But it it you know it happens for some people, but it gets old. Um, however, things like uh, going back and getting the the uh, Ironbound Proto drake Uh, in World of Warcraft. Sorry to listeners who aren't familiar, but it's just uh, achievements you can go back and do to get stuff still exist and still a little thing you can do to add some, I think they add some, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Extra, Easter eggs is really what it is to games, extra enhancements, of things you can do that, A, if you feel like you've got some time sitting around and you want to go get that rare mount or that that costume, um, Dice Doors has a ton of them but like games that I'm familiar with, um, then there's, there's certain, you know, characters you can only unlock in some games by doing certain things uh, different ways. And, you know, without spoiling, back in the days of it's the Old Republic, uh, you can only unlock certain characters by doing certain things a certain way. It, it's kind of like the evolution of achievements from back in the day where they came from is all these secret things you could do that were different from the base game itself to unlock different paths or different things in the game. I, I don't i just think they've evolved and have just become instead of me sitting home and saying hey mark i fa- uh, sorry Erebus, i found out that you can unlock this costume by uh, or this hey like i showed you that skin today uh this new skin for the uh fangs of ashmane uh you know it, it's it's a thing in the game that's already posted worldwide and this is how you get it and it's got a challenge for how you do it you know it it there, I there's definitely are some flaws. Don't get me wrong. I definitely don't think it's a perfect system. I think there's definitely some almost needs. It do, does go back on developers and players uh, to not get too involved after chasing these things and spending hours and hours. Like I'll use the time lost proto Drake as a famous example, uh, a super rare mount from back in the day that people spent hours and hours and hours camping out in the spot watching to see if it would drive, if it would run by, stick so or kill it. Um, that was that was stupid, but. At the same time, the minuscule amount of people who actually did that are the same people who, if there wasn't that to do, they would be sitting and doing a hardcore raid or something that is still just part of the game anyway. Addictive personalities, the whole point of addictive personality, or pro- problem I'll say with addictive personality is that you will always find something to be an addict to. We have a good buddy who uh, who might be listening now, actually, who went from an ad- being a video game addict to being a workout addict to being a you know you, addictive personality—you just jump from thing to thing. There's never going to be yeah. a world where those, that personality is is doesn't have a problem. It's it's considered a, an issue, um, more or less, as long as you're putting it to a, as long as you're not putting it to a good purpose. Like some people addicted personalities do perform super well in their jobs because they're addicted to performing well. It's it's all uh, uh, the same thing. But in the end, I think having these achievements and things to work towards in a game, I don't think is bad because it enhances gameplay for most people like myself. Uh, I, I can easily get addicted to a game or a, a book or a whatever, but um, the minute it stops being fun,
0: yeah, you just quit. I think that's what it comes down to. Like, as long as you're having fun then it's good. Because I'll, I'll use myself as an example, because I know you guys have mentioned it a few times about me and my old days on Xbox and only playing Xbox to get achievements. I remember I first wanted to get an Xbox 360 because I found out that Banjo-Kazooie was released on it, uh, with it in HD and all that. And Banjo-Kazooie is a game from the N64, so it was released on the Xbox 360 remastered. And I was like, holy crap, I'm really pumped. I want to get this game. So anyway... I bought a 360 and got it and i was obsessed with getting the achievements for the game i was like this is so cool i can beat banjo kazooie get all these achievements and i did i got all the achievements for the game and it felt really good but i had a ton of fun getting those achievements because the achievements in the game were like collect all the things like the way the game is it's a it's a -a collect-a-thon game it's a big treasure hunt is what it is and i really liked those games and i really enjoyed going it because that's what the game is about it's about collecting so the achievements linked with that and the achievements really went well with the game. And another game like that is Tomb Raider. I really enjoyed the the, the reboot, Tomb Raider. came out in 2013, I believe. And that game has a lot of collecting, too. And there's achievements in the game that specifically say collect all the collectibles in the game. So I, I did that. I got 100% collectibles. But I had a blast doing it the whole time. Now, if I was beating my head against the wall and hating my life and, and being like, man, I wish I could play something else, but no, I have to get all these achievements... Then yes, I could see that being a problem. Or if there were certain achievements like kill ten enemies at one time with with one arrow or something. And if I spent like a full day trying to do that, then yeah, that's that's probably an issue, right? But I, I think as long as you're enjoying yourself, then I don't personally see a huge issue with it. Right? You yeah. Rebuttal for that, Erebus?
2: Well, I'm sure he does. <laughs>
3: I, I do. Uh, Deal went on to a lot of stuff, so it's, it's kind of hard to pinpoint.
2: Sorry. Exactly. No, 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 it's fine. It was good. It was good. It was
3: good. I, I respected what you said there. The, I think my biggest issue with achievements, now I'm thinking more about it, is, and maybe this is something we can agree on that could maybe alleviate some of the problems, but and I'm just reading through some Reddit comments here and just saying to make sure I'm not the only one that thinks this, because like it is a widespread thing, and people have actually said it's ruined their gaming experiences as well. So what other people are saying and what I would agree with is when achievements are in games, it generally changes in some cases, and, and maybe you guys are saying it doesn't for you guys and you have stronger willpower, but I know for me it's hard, is when there's achievements in games that you are trying to get as you go along your first playthrough of a game, and a lot of people say it ruins their approach to the game because normally you'd sit down, you know, you know, in a relaxing environment, you know, sit back, you know, wife's out of the house, whatever, and you're just sitting back and you're just going to play to the story, take in the game naturally as it was intended to be, to be taken. And a lot of people say because of the achievement system, and again, it's a human flaw. I understand that. I understand that people can just ignore this if they if they could. But I'm just saying, as a, in a general principle, people just have those personalities that that cause them to be OCD or addicted or whatever you want to call it. But people have to, you know, repeat a certain section of a game because there's an achievement for that section. Maybe there's 10 pages in an area that you need to find, and they found seven of them. And instead of continuing to progress naturally through the game and the story, you know, they don't get those 10 pages so they reset and they could try to get the 10 pages reset try to get the 10 pages or whatever it is they're trying to do and it, it, it interrupts the way the developers meant the game to be played uh, from a story perspective so I don't I, I think that maybe for something for me that I'd like to see is maybe the achievement system unlocked after you play through and I'm just talking about a single-player game right now obviously but if you're playing through a single-player game the achievement system not visible not there and again I know you could just ignore it the first time through I get that there's a way to disable achievements popping up on your screen. I'm just saying in general some people they see those achievements and they have to do them. And if they weren't there, they'd be better gamers, they'd be they'd be happier playing the game that they're playing, but just because of the way human beings are and the way people are they can't they, they see those achievements, they have to do it and it just ruins their thing to the game. And I'm reading through Reddit posts here. I'm I'm not making this up. Like I'm reading through here and and people are saying like I can't play games with certain achievements or I can't like there's people that like said it's ruined their single-player experiences to games so and people just the, the one guy says i have a highly compulsive side and achievements and a part, part of me wants to get all the achievements and i feel like if i like i feel like i failed if i don't or simply can't which is often the case either due to difficulty or accessibility generally achievements now feel like they are part of the core experience of the game and it's causing a problem for me in my gaming experience hmm. so like, there's people that just have that you know a certain personality so that's why I'm kind of saying, in general, I think achievements are bad for gaming. I like them. I think they're awesome for certain games. I just it, it really it, it's hard for me to endorse them when I when I just yeah. and I, I think I, it's I, taking advantage of the human element. And I think de- I, I think developers have recognized that and put lazy achievements into games. And it kind of ties in. And again, this is be a different topic for a different week. But I think the microtransaction thing that we could probably we'll probably get into another time. I I think games like that. So like you. Steve or Albendil said that games are getting better and used a couple of examples there. I also have examples of games that, I've, that have gotten worse. And I think they've gotten worse because of the lazy achievement design, the microtransactions and different things that have lessened the experience. Lots of games, if we think about to when we were younger, had 30, 40, 50, 60 hour experiences on the games. The average story of a FPS or of another game right now is what a lot of, a lot of games are, you know, five, six, 10 hours, most for a lot of games but claim that they're longer because they have so many achievements in them and have reduced the content. We could argue whether the achievement system is to blame for that or if it's something else or a combination of both, but I really do think that achievements have some type of contributing factor to uh, lessening the quality of the game. Maybe it's still a good game, but it's definitely shorter. I'm sure if we look at trends, that games have been getting shorter over the years. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, and there is a game I can think of that when I was obsessed with achievements, I started playing uh, Dead Space on Xbox. And I hated every second of it. I absolutely hated the game. And there was an achievement in the game that says beat the game on the hardest difficulty. So I picked hard and I went through it. I got to like the second last mission or something. And it took me forever. Like I was really brutally hard. And I absolutely couldn't stand it. It was, it was terrible. But anyway, I looked up the achievement after and I realized that hard was not the hardest difficulty. Because after you beat the game on hard, it unlocks the hardest difficulty after that. So I would have had to play through the game again, which I already hated, on the absolute hardest difficulty. And I think that was the start of me getting away from achievements. I'm like, I think that's when I started to like, it started to click in my head where I was like, yeah, this is a little ridiculous. I'm playing a game that I absolutely hate just to get a few numbers in my gamer score. And I still, there's some achievements I do like to get still, but I've realized that as I've strayed more from achievements, I've actually really enjoyed gaming more as a whole, and I know what mm-hmm. you're saying with uh, looking at achievements beforehand and, and and all that. Like, if I had done that with Life is Strange, for example, like Life is Strange is the game I showed Erebus a while ago and and trailered. I believe you've played through it as well. Yep. Yeah,
1: played it, completed it. Yeah,
0: it's a fantastic game. But if I had looked at the achievements beforehand, that would have ruined everything because I would have looked at a guide and had to take away from the full experience by trying to go out of my way to take certain pictures of something or say a certain thing to somebody or something like that would have ruined the game entirely and and completely ruined immersion in my opinion so I've learned to have a lot more fun with games like even in Starcraft Remastered right now I'm just going through the missions there's I don't need to do anything specific in these missions I'm just going through them doing them how I please and that's fine so I think that's the funnest Mm -hmm. way to do it in my opinion Yeah. Yep. I'm not sure what else we can say about this. (laughs) I don't think we're going to agree or agree on anything. I think
2: we've beaten the dead horse to death.
0: Yeah. So is there any other, before we move on to uh, final verdicts, is there any any other points you guys want to throw out? No, I'm good. They're They're terrible. They're just terrible. They're terrible. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Final verdicts. Are achievements good for gaming or do they completely ruin gaming? And try to have as one-sided an answer as you can, but you can touch on both sides. But let's start. We'll, we'll start with trailer So, trailer what do you what do you think? Try not to have too neutral of an answer because I know you are. I know you kind of fall in the middle. But what do you, what, what is your complete honest opinion?
1: My honest opinion is that uh, it has the potential for good. It also has the potential for bad. For me, uh, I totally despise pointless achievements. You know what I mean? Just Pointless in the sense that, uh, okay, clacked collect a thousand bird feathers and they're scattered all over a map and you don't actually have a map to to revert to. It's like, are you kidding me? You know what I mean? My time's worth more than that. Whereas other achievements, as, as has been mentioned, uh, I've been playing Secret World Legends. I actually got a mount uh, as far as an achievement went. And it was like, hey, I wasn't even expecting that as a reward. Uh, because, well, it was one of those side missions that I didn't uh, actually read the requirements for. <laughs> mm. but, I, but once I got it, I thought, hey, cool. You know what I mean? I've got something that, that, that I can mess about with. But I don't actively go out looking for achievements uh, myself. If they pop up uh, during uh, the lifetime of the game as I'm playing it, awesome. If not, then I'm not going to lose any sleep over it either.
0: Right. And I would agree with that if if there are some achievements I've gotten in the past where it's I'll play a game and blow up ten enemies at once with with a bomb, and then an achievement pops up saying you kill ten enemies with a bomb so I think that's cool when when you're not trying to get it and one pops up, but i don't I, yeah that's but that's my opinion al what do you think what's your opinion?
2: I do not think achievements are bad for games. I think it's bad developers who cause problems with achievements that it's bad for gaming
0: right, so. Okay, so you're saying achievements theoretically are good, but it's developers that are making bad ones. There are
2: developers, just like you guys had on your uh, last week's podcast, which is available to watch uh, if you for if anyone who's just joining us. And uh, <laughs> shameless plug. Um, uh, however, uh, I think like like you guys said last week on your episode that uh, there are achievements that are achievements that uh, last week's episode was largely decided at the end of it was it's it's developers like who who use things like um alpha releases and and stuff to buy to fund their games uh if there's a developer who's using achievements just to try and make people play their game it's not going to work or at least we hope it wouldn't work you know the i think it's those kind of developers who are causing the issues rather than the achievements themselves
0: Yes, because if a developer was advertising their game saying, this game has tons of really easy achievements, come get it to boost your gamer score, yeah, that would be kind of stupid. Yeah. Whereas... The dumbest thing ever. Yeah. Like, I think it... it, Like, yeah, if a game has achievements that are really, really tough and you get an achievement that is really, really tough and you want to kind of show it off to your friends, I mean, that's a whole other argument, too, about being social media and wanting to get an achievement to, to show off for your friends and stuff. But, like, really... I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this, Erebus. What do you think? <laughs> uh, yeah.
3: I, I mean, I, I think I think achievements are bad. I, I think the extrinsic re- award piece is probably the biggest driving factor. I think we're talking about oh, that it's ridiculous to think that games will be promoted as you know having achievements or have you know get this many achievements in only thirty minutes. We say that now, but I bet you if we talked ten years ago about achievements, it would have sounded just as ridiculous. Just like likes on Facebook or you know how how social media has gone with this whole like validation thing of having to achieve like you know do something and then get somebody to you know like it to show that you've done something I, I i I really think that you know there's gamers out there that won't I think it's I think it's damaging for the developers in terms of seeing of seeing their full games or you know for people that have actually worked on the game and don't have anything to do with the achievement system and want people to experience the game a certain way I think it's just you know, if, if 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 Fallout 3 defines to you completion of the game um, and, fit, you know, it's only, only one of the achievements is only to explore half the map and do half of the missions and then you get 100% completion of the achievements. Uh, me and Albany will maybe disagree with this and, and that the gamers wouldn't be motivated by this. I know there's a lot of gamers out there that will get 100% achievement in Fallout 3 probably be enjoying the game, but are so addicted to achievements that they'll just move on to the next game because they've already achieved everything, even though they've only experienced 50% of the game. So I, I, I just really think, again, again, for people that, if people message me after this, I like achievements. I like achievements. Do I think it's good for gaming? No. I think when if we have this conversation, maybe we can have this conversation if the podcast lasts that long and we go you know, have a conversation five years from now, I'll be very curious to see uh, how the quality of games goes. I think it's unacceptable that games are designed out with five to 10 hour, you know, campaigns and the excuse is that, you know, they have replayability and different things like that. I think that's ridiculous when games, when we were kids in super Nintendo and 64 had 20, 30 hour camp- campaigns. So anyways, I'm ra- I'm rambling a little bit, but basically I, I, I think achievements for the most part bad for gaming exceptions to the rule, uh, are rewards, tangible rewards in game, uh, group awards with your friends, I think that encourages social gaming, but for the most part, I think achievements will be better left out of game.
0: Okay. And as for me, yeah, I, I think achievements can be bad, depending on the achievement. If, if developers are putting achievements in the game that are literally there just for you to spend more time in the game, but you're not enjoying yourself, that's a problem. But I really like statistic based achievements, whereas it's, if it's like collect every collectible, or Uh, explore the whole map or if there was 25 missions in the game like forza horizon 3 has 68 event missions or something like that if and i kind of want to do all 68 because you're having fun and that's literally what the game is you're completing races and having fun trying to get it or in shadow of mordor you're you're, there's a bunch of side missions like 24 outcast missions you can do so like that is part of the game you're literally having fun you're not doing something Mm -hmm. completely separate like there's nothing that says, like, jump 10,000 times, and that would just be ridiculous. Like, so I think mm-hmm. if the achievements in the game are actually still focus on the core gameplay of the game, then I think they're okay. But mm-hmm. ones that take away from the gameplay are, should have absolutely nothing to do with gaming.
3: And, and, and these games go viral, right? Like, this isn't really to do with achievements, but, like, Daddy's Taking a Shower or whatever that game was on Steam went viral and sold millions of copies because <laughs> somehow it went viral. It was a terrible game, but... Willie probably knows about that, but like there was th- these, these terrible goat games that go simulator. viral, or whatever goat simulator, all these random stupid games that, you know, if we talked about this a couple years ago, yeah, no way a goat simulator game will be a top seller on steam, but it was. So people are weird. People buy weird stuff. <laughs> people are motivated by weird stuff. So let's, I don't think we should get, get lost. Mm-hmm. I'll conclude. I know I'm rambling podcast gone too long, but I will talk about one thing very quickly. It is called the over justification effect. It's a real phenomenon. It's a real psychological problem that affects millions of people. <laughs> the overjustification effect occurs when an expected external incentive, such as money or prizes, decreases a person's intrinsic motivation to perform a task. The overall effect of offering reward for a previously unrewarded activity is a shift to extrinsic motiv- motivation and the undetermining, undetermining of pre-existing intrinsic motivation. Once rewards are no longer offered, interest in the activity is lost, prior intrinsic motivation does not return, and extrinsic rewards must be continuously offered as motivation to sustain the activity. This affects millions of people.
0: So in English, millions. that means what?
3: It means that people need <laughs> extrinsic motivators to be mo- to be motivated to accomplish a task. Yes, and that, I hear you. So, yes. And that and I, I think that is a problem
0: yeah. that we need well, to. Well, it's make. like with kids. They're like You say, tell them to do the dishes and they won't. You'd be like, hey, well, if you do the dishes, I'll give you a piece of candy. And then, yeah. boom, they go to the dishes because there's an intrinsic... Extrinsic motivation, yes, but in gaming, yes, gaming should be intrinsic as a whole because it is a fun activity. You shouldn't be enticed yes. to do something fun or something in a game just for that. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. That was okay. a pretty good definition you came up from the top of your head. That was pretty, uh, pretty yeah, relevant. yeah. Thank
2: you. <laughs> yeah, I'm impressed. <laughs> I feel so. Erebus and I will have further conversations about this later. We yeah. will. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. For sure. And uh, trailer and I heard, I, I saw you laughing. I didn't hear you laughing. I don't know if your microphone is muted or something. But
1: it Trailard, was muted, yeah.
0: Yes, but you were—I uh, could tell you were enjoying that very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so I think we, I think we've pretty much, yeah, beat this topic to death now. So let's move on to some gaming deals. So what can we blow our money on, Trailer?
2: First of all, I hear you can buy achievements. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it'll happen. It will happen. Yeah. Oh, eventually. Uh, firstly, Bundlestars.com have a summer sale on right now. One of the uh, a few of the games that I've picked out that I've actually played and thought that there were pretty good deals. The first one is Rise: Son of Rome. It started out as an Xbox One title. It used uh, the Kinect system, where you can actually use the voice commands to. Uh, Order certain things to happen within the game itself, but it's for sale the win- the PC version for five dollars and forty nine cents uh, over at Bundle Stars. Another uh, title the same was going back to a system that we we're talking about earlier, the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Uh, the Atari Vault it has a hundred games uh, from both Atari's uh, DES and the arcade industry, as well as the Atari Twenty Six Hundred system, and. Basically, the whole package costs Hmm. $3.73. Another one from Bundle Stars is Binary Domain Complete Collection. Now, I may be wrong, but I believe that includes all of the DLC that you can currently buy for it. And it's $4.49. It is a slightly older game. It's a first-person shooter, but personally, I enjoyed it. Another deal that I've seen on there, which I am going to recommend you do not take advantage of, was for Deadlight uh, Director's Cut. And the reason why I say this is because over at GOG.com, there is a a different type of sale going on. It's called Pinata Madness. And if you spend like four bucks, you get a pinata, and you get a random mystery game. I bought one just to see what what I would get and I ended up with a game called uh, Expedition Conquistadors. And on the site itself, it actually has some really good reviews. I've never heard of it before, but it costs like twenty uh, 22 bucks or whatever, hmm. if you're looking to buy it normally. But the prices of the games can go from anywhere from 6 bucks up to forty four ninety nine, And I believe that uh, games in that range would be like Shadow Warrior 2 and stuff like that. But Deadlight, Director's Cut, you can get free during the, over the course of the sale, uh, I know you've got at least over twenty four hours to pick it up for free on GOG.com So I would recommend doing that. I actually enjoy that. Enjoy Deadlight. It is uh, like a sort of platformy uh, zombie survival game. And like I said, I find it pretty good. It is a short game, but for free, you really can't go wrong with it. And that's pretty much the sales that I have this week.
0: Cool. Any other sales you guys uh, know about? Erebus and uh, deal No,
2: nope. uh, there's a new game, Fire Emblem Warriors, coming out that you can pre-order. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Order and get half your achievements for free. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
3: if you pre-order it, you get half the achievements and pre-done for you. Highly encourage people to uh, check out the uh, original StarCraft game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is absolutely fun, even if you're not into RTSs. It's it, if you're a, a gamer and 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 value pinnacles of gaming starcraft was pretty much unanimously the top rts of its time that and age of empires 2 i guess mm-hmm. but starcraft was definitely the even now
0: yeah, it's still even, f- and even
3: even now but that game back then before it had achievements especially uh <laughs> yeah. was a fantastic fantastic game and i'm not a huge rts fan by any means but that game is is really yeah. good even if you just want to experience it the campaign's good yeah so
0: campaign's good yeah Absolutely. And holds, the graphics are good. Like, they really remastered the game up to 4K. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they did really well. Um, yeah. Let's wrap this up, shall we? Yeah, that'll do it for us. Thank you for everyone who tuned in to the podcast. Hopefully, we put this topic to rest. If you want to email us questions or if you have suggestions for topics for us, email us at inevercastforthis at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter, inevercast4, number four, this. Uh, facebook.com slash i never cast for this we uh, we post stuff there fairly frequently getting more likes all the time and uh, if you want to listen to us uh, audio format podcast which you're likely doing right now you can find us on itunes and google play and Castbox and stitcher so you can find us on there or i and if you want to tune in live and see our beautiful faces in video except for El Bondil with his technical issues today that's fine uh, You can do pretty for camera man too pretty for camera too pretty, yeah you, you, you broke the camera if you were pretty uh, twitch.tv slash I never cast for this you can tune in here every Monday night at 8.30pm eastern time um, other than that I think that'll do it for us anything you guys want to plug before we go
2: I would highly recommend emailing into the uh, email. You get lots of your questions answered. Uh, it's how I got on
0: the show. Um, so I would uh, <laughs> recommend it to everyone. <laughs> so if you want to get on the show, email. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's a great thing to do. Yeah. Other than that, yeah, no, I think that'll do it for us. So thank you, everymo- Thank you, everybody, for uh, for those that tuned in. And we will see you all next Monday. Take it easy, everybody. Say goodbye, everybody
1: bye everybody, everybody. twitch.tv slash Erebus Might i all stream this week Stay I still don't have any friends so I don't have any socials
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh yeah so now I have Twitter if you want to follow me Twitter at uh, Kelther so, if anyone yeah, wants to I give tweet. me wild gold or mounts I'm free for the or achievements I'm ready to take them <laughs> <laughs> alright and that'll do it for us uh, see you guys next week